As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Hello, let me just do a quick mic test, make sure this is working. <clears throat> Gregorious Georgian goblins gotta get gooey garden gnomes as gag gifts for their genteel gifts. <laughs> One more time. Gregorious Georgian goblins gotta get gooey garden gnomes as gag gifts for their genteel gifts. All right, the mic seems to be working. Hey, thanks for coming out, everybody. Welcome. It's, uh, it's uh, everybody's favorite time to see a live therapy show, Monday night. Um, uh, you know, I used to be an improviser. I, ah, oh, I mastered it. I got too good at it, you know, as happens with improv. And I was looking for the next challenge. And so that's why I became a mental health professional with the credentials CTWROS. I'm not an MSW. I'm not a PhD. I am a creative thinker who rents office space. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, tonight I've rented theater space, and I want you to treat this like, uh, you know how they used to do surgeries in operating theaters, and all the doctors would watch the surgery? It's basically this, but for therapy tonight, okay? Um, a few things I want to say about my guests before I bring them out here. Uh, I am not in control of them. Uh, if they come <laughs> towards the audience, I do encourage you to use self-defense. Um, I, I cannot guarantee anyone's safety. This is experimental. Um, and you know what? Without further ado, I think we should go ahead and bring them on out here. Uh, these are, uh, these are, uh, uh, they're from a venture capitalist firm, and this is court mandated therapy for work that you informed me. Uh, please welcome three of the most insane people I've ever met Trey Dilfer, Helen Highwater, and Barbara Kumba. Trey, Helen, Barbara, hello. 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 Uh, you've mispronounced my name. No, Barbara Coombe? I can't imagine that I said that wrong. No, it's it's Coombe. It's like it's Coombe. No, no, don't be disgusting. It's Coombe. Coombe. Yes. Coombe. Like I like I say the word Coombe. Coombe. Say the word Coombe. Like you Coombe your I, hair. I Coombe. I Coombe my hair. I, I, We're getting further from it now. <laughs> It's Combe. No, it's Combe. Sorry. Barbara, Barbara, why are names important? And see, we're getting right. <laughs> Look, no, no, no. I'm not gonna get in. I'm not gonna get into this because we have more important things to talk about. Okay. Clearly, okay. We're, you know, we're here against our will. Um, we're the cheapest therapist we could mm -hmm. find. Mm -hmm. um, we're here because we're supposedly toxic employees of. A big, big, big investment firm, which if you said the name, you'd be like, you could afford better therapy, but we're ch so cheap. And legally, we're not allowed to tell you where we work. Right, actually. right, right. Yeah. Uh, could I guess? 
Sure. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> now I have to think what the hell is a venture capitalist for? Capital One Bank? Is that Fuck, capital? you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. I was ready to say no, he didn't get it, and then he got it. it was... Yes. Jesus Apple Christ, now we're going to get sued by our company in addition to this. You are a very good therapist, it seems. No? <laughs> I mean, you got that on the first try? Well, thank you, thank you. That's part of it, is being so intuitive that you know it just by saying it. Um, no, are you going to do other, like, mentalist stuff the entire time? I might, I might. I thought I would, I would start off with a very heavy question, just to get right into it. Now, I know all my clients don't like to go this deep all the time. Please don't duck it. Please don't dodge it. Let's get into it. Trey, Helen, Barbara, how has your week been? Oh my god, fuck off. <laughs> Don't dodge it. You know, I knew you were gonna ask. Don't duck it. I I, I <laughs> answer too soon. We can't duck. We can't dodge. Can I equivocate? <laughs> you can try. Okay. Can you equivocate? How awfully. Audience, so now we're gonna judge whether or not Trey can successfully equivocate. <laughs> I turn something that's not normally considered a projectile into a projectile. <laughs> And it may or may not have struck a wall. <laughs> I did not follow that. <laughs> oh, okay. A, 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 something that could have been a projectile. I threw a fax machine at somebody. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't Kumba. No, it wasn't. No, no. No, these, no, these, no, these, no. These are my, these these are my, my bros. These are my bros. These are my bitches. We ride and we die. We're never going to get fired ever. I screamed that at the end of the day. Every single day. <laughs> I say, you're never going to fire me. You're never, ever going to fire me. And they don't. And they don't they because don't. we brand so much dope. Mm -hmm. That's what we call money. We don't need to use the word money because we're so rich in it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I've been just told I have a bad personality. So that's why the courts of law mandated I was here. I mean, it's funny you say that because that's what drew me to you, your personality. I mean, I think that's how the three of us became yeah. friends at work. No? Yeah, no, I hope to go work at a venture capitalist firm because I just assumed that there'd be lots of bad personalities there. But apparently some of them are normal. <laughs> Imagine, Ben, you want to hear how we all met? You call me Magic Man? Yeah, you do like mentalist stuff, right? Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not exactly that. It's it's a it's a form of health that is mental based. Oh, so you're like a psychic? Uh, yeah, yes, exactly that. Yes. Cool. Uh, I'm into psychics. Well, okay. What were you gonna say? Well, we all met. Uh, there was a there was a card going around for one of our coworkers in the office who was who was sick, and we were all supposed to sign it, and then we were all didn't sign it. We're like, we hope she fucking. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely annoying to bring personal life into the office. For sure. mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what I've always said. And this was the employee <laughs> that did die, if I'm remembering correctly. They did pass, yes. They did pass. But we we kind of we kind of laughed about it because it was like, damn, maybe maybe you're psychic, dude. Like I did get into chaos magic after that. It was a, it was a crazy uh, two weeks. He drew a sigil on my back. <laughs> a sigil, like the, the like a tattoo, but uh, mystical. Well, a sigil, you know, what you do is you you take uh, you take runes and you uh, reduce them to their base state. 
Um, so he drew that on my back, um, and I never saw it, but apparently it just was a dick. Um, <laughs> it was really good. You don't know what a fucking sigil is, dude. You do magic. Well, I I I know what a sigil is. But that's a different sigil. thing. Okay, I don't, I don't really follow. <laughs> uh, a sigil is, uh, is like uh, if you need to, if you need to alert somebody that you're lost in the forest, you'd send a smoke signal. Okay, this is another, this is another Kumba situation, which is I it? can tell. Yeah, fuck you. Let him go. Give, give, give it to no, him. I, give it to him. I make so much money. <laughs> I make so much money that I can go into any restaurant in New York City, and they have to give me food. Mm. Oh, so proud of you for opening up. <laughs> okay, I, I, I don't know that that was opening up so much. I'm catching on to the fact that you three are great friends who have lots of money, so there's a lot of positives there, and I think we can find some silver linings that are going to make the three of you optimists, okay? First of all, I love that you were laughing through a funeral. That's, I think, a very nice and healthy way to grieve. I go to funerals all the time that I didn't know the deceased, and I just laugh it up, you know, because that's, that's showing I am above grief. <laughs> I have transcended grief. Do you funeral crash? Is that what you just said? Sometimes, you? yes. Not for sex. <laughs> okay, you're uh, you lost me, you lost me. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I thought we were actually move over a little bit. I thought I was getting close to this guy. And said some, uh, okay, this square is... shit. I, well, you know, okay, what's the best tang you've got at a funeral? Go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? The best tang you've got at a funeral. Oh, dude, my dad's funeral was crazy. Oh, yeah. Everyone was. Everyone felt so bad for me because me and my dad didn't have a good relationship. They're like, "Oh, you must be so sad." I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> that that funeral was lit. That yeah, was, it was a good funeral. Like it was a good funeral. Yeah, we had Steve Aoki come by. Oh, it was it was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, that was so fucking cool. We'll see. Uh, you guys are having a great time at funerals, right? Mm-hmm. And you're the life of the party here. Mm-hmm. So the goal is how we make you the life of the party in your work life. How can we approach your work like it's a death? Now you're asking <laughs> the right questions. Thank you. Well, would you like to answer the question I asked? Your question is how can we approach our job like it's dead? Yes, if that will make you cheerier and more in the mood to like, I don't know, uh, uh, get laid and such, you know? Like I want you to approach this job where you're not uh, uh, disrespecting those around you. Well, technically we were told on the very first day that you're not supposed to use work to get laid. (laughs) That was something they took us aside and were like, you're really bringing that kind of energy into this office that is not, we don't actually want here. Um, so, you know, I would not say I followed it like 100%, but I do say, Hey bro, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to fuck you that way. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fuck you in the way, in a different aggressive way. In a professional aggressive way. Yeah. A financial fucking. Mm, Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm the 1% and you're the 99% fucking. Yeah. Do I like you? I don't know yet. I really don't. I mean, and that's part of the process. Okay, all right. That's part of the all process. Right. You know, right. a good therapist, you never know if you like them or not. They just say things that you uh, take in days later. None of you will process anything that's happened here tonight until uh, at least Thursday. <laughs> okay, well, they're going to ask us about this at work tomorrow. Right. Well, let's let's uh, let's role play. Not in a sex way. Not another. Not a sex thing. We're gonna role play. Always, I'm always like almost on your team. They pulled it right back. I do want to role play sexually. I I don't want you to edge like that. I want you to feel that you can just 
relax and, and, and enjoy this role play in a non-sexual way. I'll do some role play. People told me I should do stand-up in college. So, <laughs> uh, so I'll role play for you right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll go first. Let's, let's role play right now. Okay. I'm going to go first right now. Let's go. Let's okay. role play right now. I'm going to be... Let's role play right now. I, I'm trying to. Oh. Go! Okay. Right now. Hello. Welcome to my office. Okay. Good to see you three employees. I, I've been worried about you. How did the how did the therapy go last night? Was it traumatizing? No, I'm totally better. Perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm cured. <laughs> you both look like you ate a lemon right before you said what you had to say. <laughs> I still don't know what therapy is. I really thought yeah. we were going to a magic show. I am still very confused. As to what's actually happening. Like, do you even know what's in, going on in my brain right now? Like, I'm thinking of a number. Like, what's the number? Six. Okay, she got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I just want to remind that the role play is up and exited. I'm still Mr. Peterson in the office. And as such, I uh, would like to say that uh, this is uh, this has been unprofessional. I sent you to therapy to get better. I sent you to therapy to improve yourselves and work on yourselves. And I don't know that I've gotten that from you. Are we fired? You could be. No, but are we? But are we? Could be. <laughs> but are we? You could be. I could edge you with firing. I could bring you right up to the edge. Well, really dangle you. I could give you uh, uh, the promise of unemployment. See, I, I do like follow some accounts on Instagram. That feels coercive. That feels manipulative. That feels gaslighting. Right. You're not supposed to do that. Right. And now I will exit the role play. Uh, and so you see how your boss is a big part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad you said it. Yeah. I feel like I'm having a breakthrough right now. It's my bosses. It's our bosses. That's it's not the us. It's, it's not everybody else. It's everybody else. We're a product of our environment, it and was, that's how we do the things that we do. It was because my mom just loved me way too much as a kid, and because of that, I grew up and I don't like anyone else because they will never love me as much as my mom does. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also a part of it. So we got how many, wait, how many dead parents do we have? I'm trying to keep track. Who's got living parents? Who's got dead parents? I'm a, I'm a half and a half. Um, yeah, his dad is dead. My dad's dead. Um, your, your mom you just brought up? No, no, my mom's alive. Alive. My dad is alive. Alive. <laughs> so you should be you should be in the clear. I, I, I'm, I'm a little confused as to why you need therapy. You've got two living ther- parents. You should be upset. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, my dad, my dad is alive, so okay. I'm good. Miss Koopa, you're my lowest priority right now. <laughs> okay. Whoa. <laughs> okay. You just got to know us, I just... Well, I've got two living, living coons uh, as, as parents, you know? It's, it's, it's combo, I already said. Combo, I'm so sorry, I can't, I can't get it right. Signal, signals. Uh, uh, <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, you've got two living parents. You're doing fine. You're at least half and half. How's the uh, other side of that parent doing? Uh, my, my dad died. My mom is missing. I don't know where she is. <laughs> yeah, okay, missing. Okay, okay. So you could be half okay. We're not really sure yet. Have you tried texting her? No, not, I mean, this was this was pre-texting. She was she's been out of the picture since I was 15. But I do hold out hope that the woods behind my house will return her to me. But. Um, so you saw her walk into the woods? And she never returned. That feels like, uh, yeah, that feels like I'm going to just lean towards death on that one. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, you know, I did talk about both her at your funeral, so she was there. She was there? She was there. I thought I heard that earlier, but I was not sure. Let me circle back. You hooked up with his mom, huh? At his dad's funeral. It's a very complicated thing. Right. It's been gone for so long, yeah. So she's alive and she just said, okay. 
Well, she tends to, she did tend to linger towards the outskirts. I would say of the funeral, <laughs> like she was like looking on, like um, this funeral like was at the edge of the seen. town. Well, no, it was like the outskirts of the funeral, like the funeral party. So it was just like oh, like at the center, it was all the people breathing, and then she was like sort of like. Yeah, and then and then you just got right in there and right just like there. you just like you were just like and yeah. it was real passionate. I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm a pretty tough dude. I'm gonna be vulnerable real quick. That sucks that my mom put on a disguise and my dad's funeral mm-hmm. hooked up with you and didn't even say hi. That's how did you even identify it as his mom? That's true because of that one time where that person you faked your ID and then you found out it was you know cousin absolutely it was disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. So ever since then, you know, I have a very big family, so I have to make sure. Absolutely. Well, so, let me ask you, Helen, how are your parents doing? Are they living? They're living. Okay. So uh, I think uh, so. Okay, so. Clearly, Trent is the one who is most. Uh, My name's Trey. Trey. Wow. Trey, Trey Dilfer. God damn it. In the office, everyone calls me the Dilf. I dropped the pad where the name was written down, and I picked it back up, and I still said the wrong name. Trey, I'm sorry, but I am worried about you. But hey, mom's out there. Mom's having sex. She's doing real good. Yeah. How was she? Well, this is part of therapy, it's the sex lives. Yeah, the whole Freud thing. Yeah. <laughs> was the, the Freud that said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the edit. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's what got me excited about going to therapy. I was like, Whoop. That's like, you, his whole thing was like, oh, if you if you dream about like a, a train, that's a dick. And if you dream about gold, <laughs> that's a pussy. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to fuck my mom. I swear on my life. Like, Freud was like, it's like the Oedipus complex guys want to fuck like their mom, and I was like, challenge accepted. And I've dated people that are the complete opposite of my mom. Yeah, they're said. present and they're here, and I say terrified. Just to be not missing is the opposite of your mom. So that's that's almost anybody could be your lover. I see. Freud oh. also said that you know, like oh, like what, like girls who you know they uh they feel jealous of uh. Dicks and they have penis envy, and which which is, in my experience, like kind of true. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like it as sort of like a weapon. Sure, um, it sure. seems like I remember this. Yeah, we talked about this first time we did coke. That was like the first thing. <laughs> that was the first thing that came up. It was a good night. It was it was that the first time we met. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask: Amongst the three of you, have any of you considered? sex amongst yourselves, because you do seem to get along very well, and there's clearly some attraction to each other's relatives. I, I just wonder, maybe the way to stick it to the boss is to stick it to each other. I mean, there was that one Christmas party. Yeah, that was that was pure butt, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that counts. Pure butt. It was it was like pure it was pure butt man. Is this butt on butts? Just it butt was pure butt on butt. Against yeah, I, I couldn't stick it because I threw my back out, so mm-hmm. I was I was out of condition. Did you say stick it? Yeah, like I, I didn't participate. I couldn't stick. I couldn't walk because I threw my back out. Okay. <laughs> but if your back was in, you could really stick it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you know how like um there's like a horse and gymnasts? I wouldn't call that's that's insulting. Don't call them that. What? Don't call them that. That's insulting to gymnasts. What are you talking about? There's a horse in gymnasts. Yeah, I, I just call them people. Don't don't say that they look like that. 
I was not, you're just, you see, this is the, this is the problem. You went to psychiatry school, but you didn't go to the school of life because the gymnasts, they actually, um, they mount something called a horse. Oh, you're talking about the equipment. I was like, this, are you talking about equestrian? Are you stupid? <laughs> like, that's what I thought. Okay. No. Oh, no. Dude, the like, horse. Yeah. yeah. Well, horse we can equivocate all night. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, that was the, like the sex. It was like a gymnast on a horse. Oh, Jesus. The office did get pretty upset about it, though. Okay. Well, that, that, that's, you know, I, I think that's on them. Because if a relationship is here and the three of you can bond and connect to each other, I would rather have that happen than to have you as individuals just who are friends. You know, the stronger we make the bond between the three of you co-workers, the more likely we're going to be able to overthrow Mr. Peterson on top. Right? Because he's the real problem we discovered. Okay. Yeah? So we have to, what I'm hearing is, I'm trying to put this into venture capital speak. We yes, need, please. We need to merge. Right. We need to merge to take him over. So are we going to enter into a throuple? Are we doing that right now? Is that, is that, is that happening? Okay, so it's a, it's an M and an A. It's a merger <laughs> and an acquisition. Um, we are going to, it's going to be a hostile takeover right now. We're going to, we are going to completely overwhelm uh, his shares and we're going to um, liquidate his assets. Liquidate his assets. Flood the market. This is a very intelligent audience. Don't be afraid to get more technical. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We're going to check gonna, some VCs and the charts. And we're going to make some dividends on his ass. We're going to flood um, the zone. Investment <laughs> to the moon. Sure. <laughs> we'll default on some shit. We are going to foreclose on. His house. <laughs> <laughs> we just have time for two more. We are going to make a pie chart. <laughs> hmm? One more? Stocks. <laughs> take stock. There you go. Stocks. And by taking stock in each other and merging your assets vis a vis your butts, you will become stronger together. And see, this is how therapy works, everyone. You get down to the heart of the issue. You ask about the week. You role play a little bit, and then you advise them all to have sex with each other. Mm -hmm. That does feel pretty good. I, I feel a little bit better. I do feel a little better. I, I'm certainly feeling better. We are coming up towards the end of our short little half hour of therapy here. I do. Before we go, I do just want to lead us in a guided meditation. I find guided meditation. Magic. Let's go. Yes. Yes. I do find a guided meditation is helpful for everyone just to. Reset themselves and, and, and find their center and find their sin. All right. So uh, if you'd like to join me in the audience, of course, feel free to. <clears throat> I will just have everyone. Oh, by the way, this guided meditation comes to us from another uh, from a fucked up family that I know. Okay. Uh, but they've offered me this guided meditation as a, a way of healing. And I hope we can heal this little fucked up work family we have here today. All right. So everyone, please just listen to the sound of my voice. As I count back from three, two, one. <laughs> Listen to the wind blow. Watch the sun rise. Oh my fucking God. Running in the shadows. Damn your love. Damn your 
lies. Break the silence. Damn the dark. Damn the lights. And if you don't love therapy now, you will never love therapy again. I can still hear you saying you will never break the chain. And if you don't love therapy now, you will never love therapy again. I can still hear you saying you will never break the chain. Never break the chain. And we're coming out of the meditation now. And three chains keeps us together. Two. Running in the shadows. <laughs> One. And you're back with me. How was that for you? Was that a helpful meditation? That was a great remix of a Stevie Nicks song, man. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> really, really emotional. Meditation good. borrowed from a fucked up family, I know. It's no. not, not necessarily musical. Just a way to reset ourselves. Are we feeling good? No, I feel honestly kind of worse. Worse? Yeah, I feel pretty much worse in every way. I feel I feel kind of down. I feel <laughs> I feel like shit. I feel like maybe I don't know, like like maybe it is my fault. Barbara, that's what you got from all this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking like maybe I need to, you know, examine myself and Examine my ways, and I don't know. I just was singing that when I was hearing that song. I guess song. It's a meditation. Now. Well, it kind of sounded like a song to me, so okay, that's well, kind of what I got from it. I'm glad that you admit that you're not a therapist and you're an amateur. So now you know it's a meditation, and that's what it's all about. Let me ask you this, Barbara. What day of the week is it? It's it's it's, a, it's Monday. You know? And when did I say that all of this therapy would kick in for the three of you? Thursday. Thursday. You're not supposed to feel it yet. You're healed. You just don't know it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is therapy. Quick note to self. My goodness, I can't believe it happened. We pulled off Sigmund Fraud live. So many wonderful people to thank, including the people of Squirrel for giving us the opportunity to do the show. The people over at Frigid who helped us record, especially Emily Webb. We also had the great fortune of having Jerry Burgos help on us out. Jerry, you might, uh, he reminds me a lot of Charles Bandicoot, a, a client of mine who I also love. Uh, but uh, Jerry is the sweetest, best man, and he did so much work to try and get some of the audio issues we had at uh, the top of the show worked out. You know, I guess I'll just reveal that. You know, the show started about a half hour late. We were trying to figure a bunch of things out, so. I apologize to everybody, especially the improv team that went after us, Grand Slam, for being a little scrambled and figuring out some of the tech things. And uh, certainly, I think that psyched me out just ever so slightly before the show had to start. But uh, boy, oh boy, I had the best people working on it to get it uh, to get it to be able to be out released to you all now. And I uh, uh, can't thank them enough. And, and really, also want to thank my guests, Bill Schaefer, Jamie Lutz and Caitlin Singh, are three of my best friends. Of course, they had three guests that weren't those people. Uh, but, oh boy, those three are something special. I get to be on so many improv teams with them over the years, especially Hot Cake, my old boy team at UCB. And um, they're just the, the, the nicest, sweetest, funniest folks, and they did me a huge favor by coming out. Be sure you check out Bill's monthly stand-up show, Quality Time, at Easy Lover on Tuesday nights, usually in the middle of the month. 
Oh, and Jamie and I can't stop performing together. We're going to appear in another live show at 9 p.m. on a Monday night via Squirrel Comedy at Under St. Mark's. That's going to be April 4th. It's a uh, close quarters show, which is a very specific and fun form. Uh, you might have also heard of it as The Tracer. It's going to be a blast, and there's going to be a ton of funny people in that. So once again, Monday, March 4th, 9 p.m., come on down to Under St. Mark's. Thanks to all the wonderful listeners of uh, Sigmund Fraud, and I hope you enjoyed this bonus live episode. And be sure to follow at Sigmund Fraud Pod, where you can see all of our updates and the like. Thanks to at Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Oh, and shout out as always to Aaron Harlan. Aaron, you make this show go with your wonderful theme song and cover art, but also you can check out Aaron Harlan's new EP over on her website and through her Instagram and all the places. Please follow and support Erin. She is lovely. Okay, even though this was a live show people could attend, I still don't want it out there for the masses to consume, so let me just uh, password protect. Okay, great. Now nobody will be able to hear this. <laughs>